the college football experience, Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by our Patreon. Whoa, yes, score exclusive perks and content available only to our patrons uh, at uh, good old sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Let's go. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Twenty-three season preview. They dropped the state a few years ago. I don't fucking know what's going on, but I'm excited to talk Middle Tennessee State Blue Raider football or Middle Tennessee Blue Raider football. Uh, if you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. It is time to talk. It's a brand new day. There's a brand new conference USA scattered across America. Middle Tennessee flirted with joining the Mac. And then they said, no, 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 no. We want to stay in America, baby. The Conference USA. It's the dawn of a new day. <laughs> All right. They got a bunch of new schools and a few staying around. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to preview offense, defense, special teams. Go game by game on the MTSU schedule. I am joined by my co host, the host co-host of, of one podcast we do, but he is the host of the bottom line bombs podcast, which you should be subscribed to uh, give it up for the man in the box seat. Jay Sullivan. How you doing brother? Yes, sir. Love to be here for middle. Yes. Tennessee. Look, when I think MTSU football, I think of CJ Sullivan. I right? love it. Love it. I'm glad you're still in conference US. They belong in conference they, USA. They, they belong. I mean, they, have, they are all about conference yeah. USA. Just uh the just state what? went to the Mac. They dropped the state. State, you can go to the Mac, whatever. Although I would have the, the Murph turf would have been pretty good for what? the Mac. But they belong they if I think conference USA, I think yeah, that, exactly. State, for sure. Exactly, right? That Everything is just like it, it's a, it's like uh the, the Chicago Bears in the NFC Central. Right. Right? No, no, yeah. It's, it's not this north nonsense, not north, right? No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> monsters of Midway. All right. Well, right. look, uh, Middle Tennessee's the monsters of USA. They are. Right? They are absolutely <laughs> USA. They take they host all newcomers and say kick you out the kick you out the fucking door. But yeah, they don't go they don't belong in the Mac. Where are they? From Ohio? I thought only Ohio schools could be Yeah, in the Mac and anyway. somehow Buffalo's in there too. Right. And a couple of Michigan well, of schools. But But they're uh, Buffalo, Ohio, somehow. Yeah. It's everything Ohio. Buffalo's Ohio, right. I yeah, feel absolutely. like. You know, I know they got Niagara Falls, but I mean, hey, it, yep. it, 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 look, it's not like Murfreesboro. 
Murfreesboro is the heartbeat of America. Yes, they are. All right. Murfreesboro, uh, the, the Blue Raiders. <laughs> they're every. I think there's so many words, so many just words. The middle, they dropped the state. They added words into like, the uh, union. Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. I feel baby. like there was a WB show about this team. I mean, what's <laughs> these guys are hilarious. Well, uh, I love it. Let, let's talk a little bit about them yes. because uh, you know, you know, I got into some arguments. Me and Patty C last year. Okay. Uh, we did the MTSU preview, and people were saying they completely disagree with us uh, about Rick Stock still doing a good job. And they said they should get rid of him because, you know, they're just not winning enough games, which is fucking mind boggling, in my opinion, because you look at what this guy's done. Uh, and you could say, okay, he's 109 and 103, but you're in fucking middle Tennessee. He's in middle here. Tennessee. He's been there 17 years, yeah. which Two- is, <laughs> which is, I think that's why people just say that. I'm like, ah, we're just sick of seeing him there. You know, he's <laughs> getting fired. What were you before yeah. this man? <laughs> yeah. He he's should got- be able to leave whatever the hell he wants. He's won three conference. Look, they used to be in the Sun Belt, where he right. won coach of the year twice, but he also won conference USA coach of the year in 2018 and shit. I think you could make a case last year, considering they went out and won the Hawaii bowl and Miami paid them. The Miami hurricanes mm-hmm. won many national championships, paid them, I think $1.5 million to come down to Miami and they won and collect some money. Yes. yes I sir. mean, they have scored big time wins. Uh, yeah, you don't want to schedule middle Tennessee. They'll yeah. come and nope, they're always going to put up points. That's what they do. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I so eight and five season a year ago, you look at this guy's whole career, mm-hmm. you know, short, they had a bad year in COVID. And then I guess the year prior to COVID, but they've had, they've had, they've been bowling more times than not 10 and three season in Oh nine was probably, it was the biggest year for stock still, but the guy's a winner and, in that my Mi- and that Miami game, by the way, it wasn't just some free cups that they dominated. Yeah, that game, they had like 500 yards yeah. of offense. <laughs> they <just ran> all <laughs> over so I, I don't know where, where, what they're thinking with that. What would you would say? He's a pretty good coach, right? Yeah, he's absolutely fine coach for what, it, what they're dealing with down there, especially in conference USA. Yeah. And that's another thing, the brand new conference USA. So Louisiana tech still in the conference. USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida international, the airport still in the conference USA, <laughs> Western Kentucky, the rivals of uh, middle Tennessee, the what's this rivalry, the hundred miles of hate. They are still hundred miles of hate. St- yeah. They're still there. Speaking of hate. Liberty is there as well. They like to yeah. teach. They like to teach they, hate and, and, and and liberty. <laughs> Under yeah, the guise yeah. of uh, pure, what, what are you majoring in, right. sir? Uh, hey, yeah. right? I hate anything. I hate anyone that's not like me. I've been picking up seventeen credits on that. Uh, so Liberty comes into the conference. Okay. Uh, Jacksonville State with Rich Rodriguez, not in Florida. That is in Alabama. Okay. Uh, I know it's all confusing. Also, Sam Houston State, who won an FCS championship just a couple of years ago. Uh, they're jumping in and New Mexico state, the Aggies with that sweet ass logo with the fucking guy with the mustache and two, two handguns. Uh, I think that's everyone, right? Am I forgetting? So I think that's everyone. In, we got right? uh UTEP. Oh no, no UTEP yep. stayed. Yep. I'm sorry. I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The miners did stay. Right. All right. And look, the miners in New Mexico state have a long historic rivalry. Mm-hmm. So we like that. That's good. Uh, but the rest of the teams, a bunch of them, Western, bunch of them. Western Kentucky. We yeah, they're they're, 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 they're hundred miles of hate, hundred miles, miles of hate. Miles that's of a hate. big time that's rivalry. Right. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so, so UTSA, that's why, that's why I like to yeah. see middle Tennessee there to hold things down. You know what I mean? Gotta have, gotta have consistency I mean, somewhere. And I feel like that's the, that's some the American roots. That's what I mean. You got these yeah. new Jackson. I mean, you're, like you said, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> Jacksonville, Alabama, put Pittsburgh, New Mexico. Someone's got to keep an eye on the 
border, and that's Middle Tennessee. <laughs> that's what they do from their from their porch. They, they, this is your, this is your front porch kind of team. Well, uh, look, not only are they uh, the front porch type of team, um, they are. <laughs> we got to get that as a T-shirt. Middle Tennessee yeah, front, front porch, porch type of team. <laughs> All right, I love it. Uh, I got majoring that. in majoring in hate. <laughs> liberty. Yeah, Liberty. Liberty's a back porch type of team. Back porch type yeah. of team. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, keep, look, keep this quiet in the basement kind of team. We're gonna go game by game on the MTSU Blue Raiders schedule. Yep. And uh, talk offense, defense, special teams, a little transfer portal action. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, MTSU front porch edition, uh, season preview, brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes. Right. Uh, look, come on, do your part in the war against corporate gambling. You don't want to hear like no one else is giving you. That you major at hate at, at liberty. All right? <laughs> right. Sign up for the SGP Patreon. All right. There's a ton of exclusive content, contests, and merch that are just for our patrons. Our picks are still free, people. All right. We're not gonna we're not gonna be one of those guys, but uh, we're just gonna offer you a little bonus stuff, right? A little monthly uh, SGP stories podcast, Ooh. an ad-free, uh, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of of being DGens. Uh, there's even a Discord channel just for the Patreons. So uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support old SGPN. Because uh, me and the man of the box, well, we got to pay bills. Um, got to uh, pay bills. And wait, do you see? Wait, do you hear us uncensored in the Patreon? <laughs> if you think this is yeah. <laughs> as a broad, wait, do you see where porch? Yeah. You, you think this little front porch nonsense is gonna go? Right. Wait, do we tell you what happens in the basement? We're, we are holding back. <laughs> so sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Uh, so, and remember, let it ride. Mm-hmm. All right. We are back talking blue Raider football. Uh, and now that the Raiders are in Vegas playing in a filthy roller rink, um, you know, this is the real, right. this is the real Raiders. These are the right. only Raiders I acknowledge now. Only Raiders I acknowledge. And uh all right, let's talk a little transfer portal. CJ, I want to ask you if you think they won or lost the transporter. Cause you know, a lot of times, mm-hmm. a lot of times when you get you and you're a conference USA team or perhaps a group of five team, the yeah. power five, especially if, if they're, if they're watching the tape of that Miami game, they say, Whoa, 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 who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. We got to give him a call and a bag of cash the next uh, off season. That's the way college sports are moving it's right terrible. now. It's terrible. It's like, yeah, it's like the way the Yankees would just recruit of yeah. the other major league teams yeah. as their I'm minor a, league I'm system. an Oriole fan. Right. I, just take my, them sh- sure have Mike Messina. Mm-hmm. Right. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we think he might be pretty good, but <laughs> only for us. Oh yeah. You like that Cy Young winner, do you? Uh, <laughs> so uh I'm gonna key on what they lost. I mean the, the big one was DeCorian Patterson, obviously. Yeah. He yeah. led the league he led the country, not the league. They led the country and they're tied for it. Yeah. With interceptions, seven interceptions. He is now a UCF very golden knight as they yeah. jump into the Big 12. So that that hurts. That is a brutal one. They also lost another brutal. I mean, look, I, I'm going to go. I'll make sure I catch everyone here. Okay. Jace Yurdy, a tight end, still in the portal. Okay. He might have been shown the door. Who knows? Been, okay. Cornerback uh, <laughs> Deldrick Stanley in the portal. Uh, then this this one was huge here. Wide receiver Jalen Lane yeah. to Virginia Tech. And if you watch the Miami game that I'm alluding to, I want to say he had a 99 yard touchdown in that game. Go ahead and say it. Um, Go ahead and so say that, that. That's a pretty. That's a pretty <laughs> tough loss. Uh, Quaterius Tolbert, other wide receiver, gone. Ooh. 
Uh, offensive lineman Seth Folly. All right. Mm. Uh, he uh, he had too many follies. <laughs> he's gone now. Uh, offensive lineman Joseph Stone. He's in the portal. Uh, linebacker Andrew Take a Leak is in the portal. See what I did there, CJ? All these. All right. Incoming though. Ninety-eight yard touchdown, by the way. Yeah, oh, there so, we go. Um, I was wrong. See, we'll fix that. Can't trust pa- we'll fix memory. that in the Patreon. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> in the Patreon, you get the ninety-eight yard. You get the accurate stats. Uh, wide receiver Holden Willis mm. comes in from South Florida. All right. Uh, there's one I'm interested about. Ron Hefley at Presbyterian. A couple of years ago, this guy threw some big yards at Presbyterian. The Blue right. Hose. Uh, there, he was part of that staff, I believe, that was like kicking an onside kick every every score. They thought the defense yes. was that bad. Yeah, interesting coaching philosophy that did not work out very well for. I like it though. I like that dice roll. Yeah, I like outside yeah. thinking outside yeah. the box. That's what a man in the box is all about. <laughs> they did bring in offensive tackle Julius Pierce uh, from FIU, the airport, and this was a big one here. Brandon Buckner coming in, not Bill Buckner. Brandon Buckner from the Oregon Ducks. Mm. Coming in, and then running back Jaden Credle from Northern Illinois for in the MAC. Um, Georgia Tech wide receiver Kalani Norris or Norris, I'm sorry, uh, is coming in as well as wide receiver Justin Olson from North Carolina. So they did go out actively and get some guys. Cornerback Tyrell Raby from uh, the Memphis Tigers, and then offensive tackle Devin Hayes with Dion at Jackson State comes in. As much as I, I those guys could be key players. I mean, losing losing Lane and and losing Patterson, kind of think you lost the portal, right? It's brutal. That's right. I mean, yeah. it's just, just yeah. Those are the big names that you can't do. I mean, you can. Well, well, it's a mystery what you're scheduled. There are some intriguing ones, like you said, like Price Man, but like yeah. I mean, Decorian is one that hurts me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And just people that graduations too. Yeah, um, that's true too. Jordan Ferguson. Jordan Ferguson. Yeah. I mean, I, but here's the thing, man, is, is they are returning a decent amount uh, on the defensive side the of the defense ball. looks good. Yeah. The defense so, looks good and the running back depth on offense. It looks solid depth yeah. well, talent. They'll be there, but, but the defense is what's going to carry this team. And I think, and that's why I'm kind of bullish, but not to show a, a uh, you know, spoiler alert for how we're going to look at this over under. <laughs> But the reason why I'm a little bullish on these Blue Raiders is that the defense is there. They can rely on that. It travels well, especially in this conference. It's going to be top and 10. And you defense. know what helps is the rest of the conference isn't there. Right. The, the rest <laughs> of the conference isn't there. They, they left. And, um, uh, and um, you know, Stockhill's offense eventually does come around. Early on, there's going to be some bumps, obviously. But you you can usually rely on a middle Tennessee offense. I mean, it depends on quarterback play. Which is a big question mark for him. Yeah, but I think it might. If that does come around, I mean, watch out for this team. Yeah, and Stockstill's a former quarterback himself. Played right. under Bobby Bowden mm-hmm. at Florida State. Uh, big time material. Yeah. And now let me ask you something, son. In, in track, do you slow up at the end of the race? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do with that down tape? <laughs> that number seven is big time material, sir. Why were your starters in in the fourth game or in the fourth <laughs> quarter up seventy seven points? Well, let me ask you. In track, do you slow up at the end of a race? <laughs> God. Oh man, what a legend! Love. Uh, so um, yeah, let's take a look back at last season. Look, All right, last season. Let's take a look. 
Last season they did beat Miami by double digits at at the old Hard Rock Hotel there. Outgained them by 200 yards and pounded them at the Hard Rock. Yeah, and got and got a nice bowl win against San Diego State in the in, in the uh, Hawaii Bowl. They they actually had some decent wins. They beat Florida Atlantic by 28 points. Florida Atlantic uh, you know, mm-hmm. not a terrible school and then, you know, that was pretty much the, the at the core of their best wins. They got their ass whooped out the gate against James Madison. Yeah, which I kind of, you know what? I not obviously not a good look. Lose yeah. your opener 44 to 7 to James Madison. <laughs> to a team that was jumping up yeah, on the FCS. Right. <laughs> JMU. Yeah. And uh I mean there's obviously some excuse you said, but what it does is it put, lets everyone else's guard down, you know? And cuz that's that's something you can't rub off your record and they're like, "Oh, this guy this team just lost 44 to 7 James Madison." Well, that's how you come back the next week and you go to Colorado State and, and you get boom, that and win by 15 up there the, in Fort Collins. Get that Fort Collins win because now everyone thinks you're the team that lost to James Madison. Yeah, but it, here's the thing that's tricky because Miami was five and seven. Um, they didn't. Right. They didn't really beat anybody with a winning record, <laughs> except San Diego State. Mm. Well, there's that, that. That's not good. <laughs> but it was in the Hawaii Bowl. True. True. So, so got I mean, out there to neutral. They stayed for the last, you know. But that's what it is. You lose to James Madison, and you whip off three in a row. And after that big Miami win, you're going to yeah, have the, a huge letdown. I mean, the Miami win might be the biggest in the history of the fucking program. Right. So uh, let, let's. I know they beat Missouri. And Patty and I think C wants his coach Syria. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, uh, last season the scoring offense, 61st in all the land rush offense, 113th. Man, commit to the run a little more. Passing offense, 35th. Total offense, 77th. Uh, let's dive into the offensive side of the ball here because yes, um, what we saw a year or a year ago is you had uh, Chase Cunningham, who I feel like was as old as Randall Cunningham. Because, <laughs> I know uh, I can't believe he's finally college. gone. Yeah, he's Jesus. finally gone. They add in Heffley from Presbyterian, who threw thirty nine touchdowns and a nice thirty one picks, mm-hmm. which is almost fucking hard to do. Uh, but uh, they got they started a guy who got a couple starts a year ago, and he didn't want to burn his red shirt and Nicholas. Uh, how do you pronounce this last name? Vatatasho. Uh, he'll fit right in Middle Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the macaroni? Did put a ketchup on his macaroni? So he he's uh, look. He ended up uh, playing in two games. So okay. I think started uh, two games. Yeah. Right. Uh, they had they had a bunch of quarterbacks last year because they they went through a few 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 injuries. Of course, besides, I mean, when Cunningham plays, he was the guy. But you like the fact that you got a little bit little bit of burn last yes. season. So uh, obviously that that might make or break. He's only a sophomore, and then right. uh, obviously uh, the you got Heffley coming in, who's a junior. But uh, got some starting experience in the FCS. Running back, as you alluded to, yes. second team all CUSA. Frank Peasant, Ralph Frankie Peasant. Maybe, maybe you're not one fifteen in the run or whatever. What, what did I say? They were one seventeen. I think mm. it was no one thirteen. It to me, it, you lack experience at the quarterback spot. I'm gonna go ahead and say they're gonna be a top eighty run offense. Really? All right. I'm just gonna make that bold <laughs> prediction. Like <laughs> uh, well, like I said, football one hundred one. All right. They you're, got you're, deep running backs, right? Yeah. Quarterback inconsistency, running back times. You gotta run the ball until things start gelling yes. together. Yeah, and you bring back three of five on the offensive line, mm-hmm. um, including uh, you know you do have a uh, first team CUSA uh, offensive lineman there. Uh, I guess that's kind of hard to 
to tout because the whole conference left. Right. So coming into <laughs> this year, um, but to bring back left tackle Sterling Porcher, who's the most important uh, position there, of course. I wonder and, if uh, there was any relation to Robert Porcher, Porsche, Porsche yeah. for Detroit yeah. Lions. Yeah, he was spelled, spelled the name the same way. Very green, very oily. That Robert Porsche. Yes, I liked him. But how about the receiving core, man? They lose everybody except yeah. uh, DJ England Chisholm. England Chisholm, I like. Yeah. Obviously, they lost some. They lost one to the transfer portal, as you said, and they and the entire three starters are gone after that. So yeah. That's why it's going to be a problem, especially early on to get this passing offense gelling. But uh, one thing I will note of the offensive line with the exception of center, Wilson Kelly, mm-hmm. everyone else is an upperclassman, which I think you kind of like, actually, no, I'm sorry. Rutledge is a sophomore too, but he started last year. Uh, you got, you got three upperclassmen out of five. Um, I kind of, I mean, you, we expect regression here, right? There's no it's doubt gotta be about some it, regression right? yeah. and there's just so much mystery and it doesn't look too promising either. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But stock still, that's his specialty. So if you told me I had to pick between offense and defense on who would be replacing what, what would you rather have? I think you'd want it on the offensive side for of the ball. Sure. We're short, just five starters back from a season ago. On the defensive side of the ball, there are eight starters returning on a unit that. And real quick on England Chisholm, let's just yeah. hope he stays healthy. He weighs 113 pounds, I believe. <laughs> they got fucking. <laughs> they have him at what? They, they, they got Ashley Judd at whiteout. Right? They have him registered at 160. And I've seen him, but he does not look 160. But anyway, uh, I love him. He's great. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's key. Uh, the defense returns eight, 77th in scoring defense a year ago. Okay. Now, 22nd against the run. You know why they were 22nd against the run? Because <laughs> you could throw all over them. Because <laughs> nobody tried to even attempt right. a, pa- a run against them because they were 129th out of yeah. 131 in pass defense, charting at 95th overall. But you got to eat back. Hopefully, they can guard the pass a little better. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you can only get better. There's no way to get uh, one, only, yeah. only one way to go. Yeah. So uh, there's that. Now, the, d- the defensive line, I actually think, might be the strong point of this team. Yes. First team all CUSA player Marley Cookback at the defensive tackle spot. Same with second team all CUSA left end Zalen Wood. They also I like that Zalen. I like Zalen both of them. They're all they're all big time player. Like all like they make like sacks, tackles behind the line of scrimmage. You know, like they go big or go home kind of D line, which I like. Bringing three of four back on the D line is always fantastic, especially when two are are studs that could be playing on Sundays. then you have Wood had a touchdown on Miami game, if I recall. I think he six, might six, have. Yeah, all right. That's what I mean. They yeah. have the D line that kind of that make those big plays that can turn over, you know, turn over a game, which I like. Certainly. And then the the linebacking core, mm-hmm. you're bringing back two of three. Now I think you circle redshirt freshman Parker Hughes is a question mark okay. as a potential uh, potential starter. Uh, but uh, Devin Curtis and Drew Francis yes. linebacker spot, and then you bring in that Oregon transfer who might see the field as well. Uh, okay, I'm buying in. I'm buying in. Right. Now, now the secondary. Now the analysis I'm looking at with these linebackers is quote unquote a salty bunch, mm. a salty bunch mm. of linebackers, mm. which uh, I think is very. That is, yeah, that's what you want out of it. I think if you ask old stock still a NASCAR coach. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what you're going to get in you Tennessee. Watch out for turn four. They don't get not, a salty turn. That's what you get when you get in Tennessee, too. You get barbecue. <laughs> they do not care about your cholesterol. You're getting a salty bunch of hush puppies coming your way. Uh, secondary. Secondary, yeah. where we alluded to the right, huge loss. loss um, yeah, huge yeah. loss. The Corian Patterson is, is now uh, UCF. Mm-hmm. But. They return everybody else. 
Yes. Okay. Left corner Teldrick Ross is back. Their safety play Jacoby Thomas and Trey Fluellen is back. He was first team All CUSA a year yes. ago. And don't forget, T- T- Teldrick Ross was second team All CUSA a year ago. Uh, I'm kind of bullish on this on this defense. Yourself, even though I know that you got to get better against the pass, right? I think that's okay. I mean, they did have some big losses, but the three they still brought back are still a good unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think, and I thought that's just an that's enough going forward to uh, improve upon. If you have a, a nucleus of was it seven of starters coming eight, back from that eight, eight starters, yeah, that's Got plenty. It. And you get a salty bunch in the off season there in Tennessee. You get them <laughs> training together, and they they start getting mission oriented, and they become a pack. <laughs> well, and they return their kicker if they're in a close well, game. Well, I was just going to get into that. I know your your favorite analysis. <laughs> are you do, do you have any solid ground, any any experience with the kicking game? Always uh, huge, huge, especially college kickers. Look, and I old mean, Zeke Rankins coming back sixteen and nineteen field goals last year. Old and, Zeke and I saw uh, Ryan Day trying to say, "Oh, we can't use the hash mark. We should update the game." Uh, I know. What is that nonsense? Yeah, bullshit. All right, look. Uh, this is what makes college I, great. I, you're I, kicking yeah. at those crazy angles when it's a 17 yard field goal and you it. gotta, it's like you're out on the golf course, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Like, you gotta uh, play the wind. You gotta kick. slice. You got an optical illusion with yeah. an angle. Yeah. Who, who knows what surface yeah. you're playing so, on in college. Well, athletics. Sometimes you gotta back it up. We're yeah. too close. I don't even know we can make this. We're too close yeah. to the field goal. Zeke Rankin knows what we're talking about. I like that. They also bring in a brand new punter though. in Trey Turk coming over from okay. Mercer. Okay. Bring in a punter. FCS transfer started two years, played two years at uh, at Mercer. Um, I think the defense is going to be a lot better. Let's get to the game by game schedule. There we go. All right, but before we do that, uh, I want to tell you that the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders 2023 season preview episode on the College Football Experience is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season is right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props. And it's available in a ton of different markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contest. And of course, make sure you check out Best Ball Mania, where uh, where first place gets one million dollars in prizes. Folks, also, I want to touch. I'm gonna go off script here. We've been with Underdog Fantasy for a couple of years. Uh, the Conference USA. Shout out to them because they uh, are focusing on a lot more weekday games this year. All of the month of October, they're going to be playing. I think all of their conference games in on on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and I think there's one Thursday as well. What Underdog Fantasy does a great job of in years past is player props for any like weeknight college football games. I highly recommend. Like you can find if you're an MTSU fan, you might see uh, what's our QB's name again? Uh, Rigatoni. Nick Avatashio. Avatashio throwing over for over 185 yards. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. Take that action. All right. So check on out uh, underdog fantasy, head over there. Underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com. promo code S G P N. Yeah. What's so. that? What's I was that? just going to say, I was, I was just, I, you just had me think about Ryan day. What a pussy he is. I mean, what, yeah. what well, just because he missed the field goal. I know. I mean, did Jim Trestle? Yeah. Took that entire Ohio State program solely on kicking yeah. and field position, yeah. and then he, and he, would, he would bring in these thirty-five-year-old kickers he, from he, Australia, <laughs> you know, at professional event, and he'd do nothing but field position to field goals. He'd do damn near one national championships because of it. One of the hilarious things is like they'll say, "Well, uh, like I've heard 
stacking the money. No, I think more so Kramer because mm-hmm. he's like, uh, you know, these college kickers are terrible. They don't realize that. I heard Danny Cannell talk about this too. That like the game is actually it's harder to kick in college than it is pro. For a, sure. A you get the shittier kickers, right? But you also have those crazy angles. It's not going to be right in the middle of and the it field. Makes you it know? Fun. Yeah, yeah. NFL is trying, and NFL keeps making new rules to try to make kicking harder. They don't understand. Just set these yes. fucking ass yes. bars back. Let's, let's That's all it is. Let's angle them up. Yeah, you don't have to set them. There's back. nothing worse than that. And and sometimes uh, we've seen in big time games. A coach be stupid on the third and fifteen, run to the you know third and fifteen right. from the twenty, and he runs to the far left and <laughs> makes it just <laughs> yeah. incredibly hard exactly. for his kicker to make a field goal. Uh, so and yeah. then he screams at the kicker for missing it. Well, maybe don't put me at a forty-five degree <laughs> angle, coach. You fucking moron. Yeah, certainly, certainly. <laughs> That's what adds to part of the fun Absolutely. that is college football, in my opinion. So let's let's get to the schedule. I know we don't have our graphic up. Uh, right. C- Cameron Kerr, our graphics guy, currently uh, apparently on vacation in in. Uh, in Galveston, Texas. I didn't know that was a, uh, a, a vacation, vacation destination. destination, Galveston, Texas. <laughs> like, I'm on vacation in Galveston. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Uh, hitting the outlets. What's oh going on? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Known for shootings. I know that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well the wind total, oh, if you're not, you, you can be watching this episode on YouTube, yeah. but you won't see the sweet graphic. Like most episodes, youtube.com slash the college experience. Mm. Uh, wind total sitting at six and a half wins on first thought without diving into the schedule. CJ, do you think stock steel is a proven commodity? Yes. All right. Also, I, I I'm sorry. Apologies to Galveston, Texas, the the queen city of the Gulf. I should say they're known known for their ports. Yeah, great, great, not vacation spots. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I feel like they always get destroyed in hurricanes. They do. That's when you hear Galveston. It's right by the port. There's water there. Oils, oils in the in in the. Isn't that where we had the big oils in the water? My favorite Deep Purple song. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Well, well. Six and a half wins, though. You would just say you, you like it the over, right? That's what they're setting at six and a half. Uh, blindly looking at it without going down the games yet. I'm leaning over, but let's take a look. Maybe, and, we, won't, maybe we won't get there. Plus 100 on that, on the under six and a half okay. currently, minus 125 on the over. So Vegas basically is leaning, saying, eh, they're probably going to go seven and five with Rick Stock still. Uh, let's hop into it because right. week one. Okay. Um, this this is a big one here. This, All right. they, they this is set, a very big one here. They, they set beat them Miami. Up. Yeah, yeah. So they set them up with a nice cupcake to begin the season, right? Uh, they're, I think they they're joining the SEC. Their first two games are on the road in oh, the right. SEC. Okay. Um, at Alabama, look, ah. Nick Saban breaking in. A, I'll say this: Saban's breaking in a new quarterback. Yeah. If there's ever going to be a time, <laughs> it's not this time. Yeah. It's ten years from now. But yeah, when he's in a grave. Uh, but okay. So Owen what? Well, I like this. The, the, last year they lost forty nine to seven. Open up for James Madison. They say, well, if we're going to lose by fifty, we might as well lose to Alabama. <laughs> Someone make it worth our while. Fair. Get a paycheck. Help that strength the yeah, schedule. Absolutely. Right. Uh, then they head to Columbia, Missouri, which is interesting mm. because you know they beat Missouri the last time they played there. I think, or one of the last two times they yes. played there. I just don't, I think this is too early to play Missouri in their schedule but with, with the uncertainty of quarterback and receivers and getting this offense. I think it's going to take a little while for this offense True. to be in full, but does mode. it help that you get Bama week one and then you get Missouri week two? So no, oh, we could do this. No, no, it does not body blow. Body <laughs> yeah. Blow. yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, you're you're right. You're definitely stepping down a competition, yeah. but right. you're also so these guys aren't that good. Right. Right? But you're also going to lose about seven or eight Fair. guys. Fair. As well, I got so. them zero two. Yeah, zero two. Okay. Sure. Now the racers of Murray State okay. come to town. Hey, now we're talking. Look, Murray State was pretty bad last year. I know they went out and got active in the portal. Who right. knows what the racers are this year? Uh, but I like a little Kentucky Tennessee matchup, you mm. know, on the on the on the gridiron. Uh, this, is, this is a win. This yeah, is a win. This, we're getting our first. Get off the schneid. Yeah, we'll get right. Get it home. Let's go home opener. Now Jay Norvell and Colorado State come to town. I just interviewed Jay Norvell at, yeah? at, when I was at Mountain West Media Day, and uh, I can tell you, he's very confident on this year's team. Okay, that's why I'm going to call for Colorado State to get the dub. Well, in that's some inside information yeah. from our man, the, the reporter Dundee, yeah, who was yeah. on the scene. He had boots on the ground. Yeah, I buddy. saw you of the uh, the glasses, the Clark everything. Kent. You yeah. had the hat, yeah. the notepad. You're asking the questions. You had the the pomade in the hair. You were looking oh, good out yeah. there. Oh, thank you, buddy. Thank Beautiful you. It was out work. there. Do, trying to do my best, Jim Gray. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and annoyed the hell out of us. Yeah. Right, just in there. Uh, who, uh, what are you we, going with? We here? decided as a team we're yeah. not talking to you, Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's next year for sure. I'm going to follow your lead. I want to take. I want to take Colorado State just on your expert opinion. And it's a revenge game from last year. Very they true. went into Colorado State last year. They got that win. So they and that was year one of the Norvell era. This is year two. Yep. Now they had Norvell's uh, going to have a circle. So we got them one three. Awesome Thursday night game though. This is the the rivalry, hundred miles of hate. Yes. Um, uh, Middle Tennessee heads to Bowling Green, Kentucky. I mean, uh, have you ever been CJ to Bowling Green, Kentucky? Bowling Green, I have not. I've been to Kentucky, been to Lexington, um, but I've not been to Bowling Green. Uh, well, this rivalry, uh, uh, one hundred miles of hate. Once again, great name. Uh, I'm, I'm going to currently look at what the uh, the rivalry stands at. Um, Great name. Good. Hate's been a good theme for the show so far. You have your Liberty hate. You got front porch hate. You got a hundred oh miles yeah. of hate, hundred miles of hate, front porch hate. And my computer hate because this thing is taking forever to load right now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. All time. The series Western Kentucky has a one game lead. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's incredible! Wow, that's, considering that's, that they've been playing since 1914, uh, that's amazing. That, that's, that's called a strong rivalry. I'm, I'm buying into this hundred miles of hate. Mm. All right, one game lead, um, but I kind of think Western's better right now, and it's at Western. I'm sorry, MTSU fans. I am taking. I'm taking Western Kentucky to win. What uh, to win this one? You? What are you doing, buddy? Now the first meeting, of course. Middle Tennessee won that 47 nothing if you were back in 1914. Yeah, if you recall that one. 10 10 14. Ooh, is the official ooh. date of that. I, who could forget that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did not just Google that information. But I I'm I'm I mean I'm I'm struggling to look at our at the seven wins now because I think you're right. I'm liking Western Kentucky in this in the short turnaround on Thursday night. Hundred miles of hate Thursday. What a great game this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I love that too. on Thursday night. Thank you, uh, Conference USA. This game should be a weekday game mm -hmm. every year. Um, and uh, that puts them at one and four. Wait, the win total is six and a half. Yeah, we got we got to start get going. That's for sure. Well, the very next week, on a Wednesday, Rich Rodriguez and Jacksonville State come to town. Mm. Now Jacksonville, I'm not even. I don't care if they're in Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, <laughs> whatever Jacksonville this town's coming from. <laughs> they're taking it out. Yeah, this is this is where things this is where things start uh, need to start coming around for Middle Tennessee, and this is where they rallied. They rallied last year. They won five of their last six, the last four, including that San Diego State Bowl. I'm having them. I've got them over Jacksonville State. 
This is a great game. Mm. All right, I'll join you, even though I don't feel great about it because Rich Rod. I'll tell you this: Rich Rod runs the hell out of the ball. He sure might want to throw the ball if he knows this pass defense is that bad. But okay, I'll join you, even though I feel like that's a fifty-fifty game. I do like their chances in this next one. Louisiana Tech comes into Murfreesboro, the Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Isn't that a great, beautiful top five name of just for a great. stadium? I was just gonna say all yeah. all those words were great. Johnny Red them, Floyd Stadium. Johnny Red Floyd and oh, Stadium. Jeez, nobody nobody walks into Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Yeah. Don't ever change this. Um, <laughs> this is a win. Yep, absolutely. We're start. This is where we want to start the roll. So three, and also if to make you feel a little better about that rich rod win, you also have a ten day layoff in between getting ready for them to come into your t- hometown. That's true, and get and lick your wounds off that hundred miles of hate. Well, now, like I know we said that Liberty, they they study and uh, mm-hmm. they major in hate, major in but, hate. But so now they got to go to Liberty. This place gets lit. Yeah, like say what you want, mm-hmm. Liberty basketball and football games. Oh. They look. They should already join Absolutely. the SEC. They're the way that they cult. load they're up, a yeah. store bought cult. That's what makes me think they're going to lose this one. Mm, it's a tough one. Is this a night game? I mean, who knows? Yeah, Liberty, 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 Liberty. They. Uh, <laughs> it's. Um, oh man, I just hate keep putting these losses on this record. By because if I'm we put them at this loss, I know. Now we're now we got to run the table, right? Yeah, just they get, get a bye week though before they got to run the table there. Okay. Uh, but man, they got to head to Las Cruces, New Mexico. This is why it's the Conference USA. Yeah. Go out. Uh, All right. Hate on hate. We're lost at Liberty. I, think I got them losing to New Mexico State. At New Mexico State, I have yeah. them winning. This is my win. Okay. Okay. I'll join you just to, for the suspense. <laughs> then they beat the airport, Florida International, ah, on November 11th in beat, Murfreesboro. Beat the, beat the tarmac out of them. <laughs> If you will, then you got the miners of UTEP mm. coming to town on November 18th. They might've fired their coach by then. So I think that's a win. Okay. And then they end the season at Sam Houston state. Who, like I said, just won the FCS championship a few years ago. This is a loss either way. I'm on the under. Cause I think personally, I gave them the Jacksonville state game, right? I I'm giving them the New Mexico state game mm-hmm. in Las Cruces. That's cross country. I just don't, I don't see it. Sam Houston, you're not even thinking twice about it. that's just a loss. Well, I just feel like between Sam Houston and New Mexico State, those are both two very far road trips. Right. I just think they're probably not as good on paper either. Yeah, they're probably not as good I on mean, paper. New Mexico State was a bowl team a year ago. Sam Houston State was like a, been an FCS powerhouse yeah, over the past couple of sure. years. But this is when Tennessee starts rolling too. They get better as the season goes on, and it's defense, and it's, this is when the offense. I still got them bowling. Yeah, six right. and six. Six and six is bowling. Six and six. They're in the you mm. know Jimmy Chonga Bowl. All right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you're going over or under? <sighs> it all comes down to Sam Houston games. Is that what we have? We have six yeah. wins going into that game. The wins are Murray State, right? Jacksonville State, yep. La Tech, mm-hmm. New Mexico State, mm-hmm. Florida International, and UTEP. Okay, so that is six, right? And I don't even know if they're going to be six and six because, like I said, I gave them Jacksonville State and New Mexico State. They could be five and seven, but he seems to have a history of just going six and six. So I'm going to trust. Right, I'll go with you. Let's I'm going to trust the fact that Stockstill is going to get it done. Um, Who knows if they'll put up an Italian quarterback out there? This whole this whole season might go down the goddamn dudes. I mean, who knows how the fans will accept right. him? Exactly. Um, so, all right, I'm with you. Six and seven under, but we'll still get him in the bowl. Get him in the bowl, okay? And then uh, look, that's it. I'm on the under. He's on the under. How well do you, you could you lock this one up? Would you be betting this one? 
I mean, this number looks seems pretty accurate. I kind of, I kind of like the under. Yeah, I do like that under too. But like you said with this conference, they're the only ones with a defense, really. But that's a tough schedule. It is, and and, and the way it sets up for them. All right, lock it up. You know, let's go. Lock on it up. Now. Let's go. <laughs> uh, look, before we get out of here, uh, I sat down with one Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus, sort of talk about his experiences to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Yes. All right, and uh, here is that interview. I disappear. Joining me on the college football experience, Middle Tennessee State, or I'm sorry, Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders 2023 season preview episode is none other than Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. What? What? What's that? Yes, College Football Campus Tour. That's his. That's that's his name on this show. All right, because look, the, on his Twitter account, it, which is at CFB Campus Tour. You're going to find one of the coolest pages in all of the land. All right. Because this guy covers college football. He goes to every single game. I, I I'm shitting you. Uh, not every game, but like five, six, <laughs> seven games a week. And he documents it all. He puts it on his page. A lot of times he'll do the photo of the game, which is always awesome. He'll do uh, a, a shots of the stadium's history. When at first year, the sta- you know, some of these legendary stadiums. So you, it's just a must follow for any college football fan. Once again, CFB campus tour, Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show, brother. Oh, thank you for having me. Appreciate the introduction. Not every game in 2021. I did 81 games. That's the most I've done. So, uh, but yeah, I, I try to be at a game every possible um college football night. And, you know, this time we're going to be talking about Floyd stadium uh, and I'll be out there later this year. So let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I've been to this stadium, but I also believe this might be one of the best named stadiums in all of college football, Johnny red Floyd stadium. It just sounds cool, man. It just sounds cool, right? It's just, I'm so no, I was just going to say a lot of times uh, people, you know, they have a donor that they name it after and it, you know, it doesn't sound particularly well for a stadium. This is actually named after their former coach, Johnny Red Floyd. So uh, some people call it Floyd Stadium. They call the whole thing, but it's a it's a great nickname. And just as far as the history goes, uh, it opened in 1933. Uh, back then it had only 6,000 seats. It's been expanded to 31,000. And in 1995, when they moved up to FBS, it underwent a major renovation and what's very interesting about this place uh, is it holds 31,000 seats now, but it is expandable to 71,000 if necessary. So Ooh. I know Snapdragon is the new stadium in San Diego for the Aztecs. It's 35,000 and it's expandable to, uh, to 50. So to add 15 more, but to have a stadium that is, uh, has this kind of potential, it just shows you someone's planning ahead. And, you know, in Murfreesboro, it's, it's very proximate to Nashville, about 35 minute drive. So um, good stadium, uh, good location. And they're thinking ahead with possible expansion as well. Yeah. They could be a sleeping giant, man. You let them you, uh, that close to Nashville. Come on now, let's get it going. Let's get this thing going. I've been to this day. I had a great experience. I went back when they were in the old belt. Uh, they, they took all the Idaho vandals back in the day and I had a great time at this game or at the stadium. So tell me about uh, how many times you've been here in your experiences. So I've been there a couple of times for visits, but I've only been to one game and it was a COVID game in 2020. And again, uh, you know, we've talked about it previously. Football is better than no football. 
that being said, you don't get the full capacity crowd, authentic experience, but uh, they played Troy. Troy put on one of the best performances I've seen in a while. They beat them 47 to 14. Uh, there was only 6,000 fans allowed, so um, it wasn't peak environment, uh, but you did get a good opportunity to explore the stadium. Uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, we talk about Maction always playing on the weeknight games. Well, the reconfigured Conference USA, they are going to be playing a bunch of weeknight games too. And uh, Middle Tennessee has a game October 4th at home, and I'm going to be there for that. And that's, I think, is a Wednesday. So we've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, two on Saturday. So that would be a good, good week of football. Oh, that sounds incredible. That sounds, it's folks. Did you hear what he just said? That's why you should give him a follow. And he documents it all. It's just super, super, super entertaining page, man. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show to talk about Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. And uh, maybe one day I'll catch you at a game there. Yes, sir. This is, uh, I think they're going to be playing these weeknight games for a few years. So plenty of opportunities. So hopefully uh, we can meet up there at Murfreesboro. Amen. Let's do it, man. All right, folks. Uh, look, Michael, thank you so much for hopping on the show and have a wonderful day. Absolutely, Colby. Thank you. That was Michael Barker talking about Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. TJ Sullivan. Love all those words. The man in the box here. And he says, lock up the under. And I'm with him. I think you might be here. Look, we have a locks episode we're going to be doing in August. Loving the hate. Oh, I think it might be there. I know the stock still will still be bowling, probably. Oh, yeah. Still still get them to Chimichanga Bowl. And then uh <laughs> and then we get it going. All right, folks. Uh make sure you check out. Make sure you check out old CJ Sullivan here, all right? Because his, his show absolutely fucking hilarious and it's got great tips. Did you just hit on some golf? Just hit just hit I mean I keep giving I just keep giving out winning bombs. Yeah. Hit a couple top tens, hit another top ten in the British Open, hit two of those plus five fifties. I mean they're not they're not just straight up winners. They're these yeah. are these are yeah sharp 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 plus money yeah. only. Uh, look, bottom line, Bob's <laughs> podcast. CJ Sullivan's on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, uh, check him out and also subscribe to the College Football Experience because we're breaking out all 133 teams. All right, all 133 teams with a solo podcast for every single team in the land. Subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, we also host the FCS College Football Experience, the College Basketball Experience, the College Baseball Experience, and uh, the Big Twelve Experience. New to the feed. Check out all that. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. So subscribe over there. Uh, we got you covered. All right. Uh, check out the sports gambling podcast as well. They're always doing great work. They're deep into their NFL futures. So if you want to check out the uh, Tennessee Titans, and, uh, see how they're doing this year, even though they're building that filthy new fucking stadium. <laughs> all right. That's just terrible. Uh, yeah. Check it out. DeAndre folks. Hopkins. Yeah. All right. There you go. DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins. And they're bringing back the Oiler uniforms. That's a win. Uh, folks, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. Also, check out our Patreon and also uh, hop in the Discord. Talk a little college football the sports gambling podcast.com slash Discord. All right. Until next time, this is the college football experience, Middle Tennessee Blue Raider style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.